Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I am very sorry. Please forgive me. It's nobody's fault. I'll take the hit. Katie had nothing to do with this, and either did FedEx. It was me. It was me and me alone. <laughs> well, here's today's episode. Um, it's at a hotel room somewhere in D.C. Just me and Daniel, one of those shows. Um... We're at the DC Improv. It's sold out tonight, which is Saturday. Um, tomorrow, we have an early show. There's some tickets for the early show. The late show, we're doing the podcast, and that's sold out already. So that's all good. So enjoy the show. Super Troopers, Steve and Kevin. We, I just spaced on their name today. It's embarrassing. It was embarrassing, but I left it in because you need to see the real Todd Glass. You need to hear the truth. <laughs> Alrighty. You seem nice. Are you in a good mood? Are you? I think I should start doing breathing exercises with people. Like, if people don't, like, for people that really don't want to commit to the yoga and all that, maybe just, like, say, look, can you have, do you have 30 seconds? 40? 30 or 40 seconds. Okay, you ready? Do it again. Do it. You know when you're getting a massage or something, they tell you take a deep breath in, you don't do it. Just try it. We got 25 more seconds left. Ready? Here we go. There's nothing like blowing into a microphone. I'm sure it sounds great as I'm recording this and thinking about that. In, out, in, out. It's aggressive breathing techniques. Are you ready to fucking breathe in and out? 
Jesus. Alrighty. Here's the show. Bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. Live from Washington, D.C. At a Kimpton property. At a what? A Kimpton property. Oh, okay. I looked over at the phone. In a hotel room about a half a block away from the improv, it's a special episode live from a hotel. Oh, yes. Tonight's guest, me, Daniel Kino, and the host. <laughs> I like to go big. Oh, my God. Uh, hey, buddy. How you doing? Hey, I haven't seen you in so long. I know, it feels good to... Uh, okay, first of all, let me say this right off the top. I want to remember everything. We're, for if, Let's say you're a first-time listener and you, you hear the podcast and you think, this is uh, not... We're not in the studio, so we're recording it uh, with our H4N. Free and, plug. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this, is a, this is a podcast. We've done this once before from... Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. And this is just in the hotel room. We got into D.C. a night early. Uh, one of my favorite cities, no bullshit, uh, the D.C. Improv, and um, just, you know, uh, very excited to be here. Flew in Friday, uh, Monday night, after all the uh, inauguration. Did you did you catch the inauguration at all? Uh, well, how do you say it? Inauguration? Inauguration. Um, right. Uh, I didn't. We, we got in after it was all over. Do you care? It's exciting. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's exciting. Yeah. I, uh, do you, you like that Obama won? Obviously. Oh, of course I do. Yeah. I've never, you know, I, I look, I'm going to keep this show light, but, you know, a lot of times people email me, and they're right, and I do want to learn. You know what's funny? You can always tell when you get an email from someone that knows you want to learn, because they write it in a way that, like, we know you're open to learn, and we're going right. to shed this. And you get someone that thinks they got you. Hey, you know, right. hey, you don't got to get me. I could be so passionate about something and so... But somebody sheds some light my way, and I'm like, oh, my God, I read an email. That makes so much fucking sense. Mm -hmm. So without getting too deep into it, a lot of people with Obama be be excited, saying he's no better. And I do get that. I've tried to educate myself. I go, why? What are people saying about the war? You still, you know, I have to pick between the, you know. I was still excited. Yes. I can't sure, lie. Sure. I, you know, I was can't there, lie. Was there a lot of traffic when you came in? Uh, not that much. Okay. Oh, well, you mean because of my show at the Improv? <laughs> So yeah, I was excited that he won, and I hope you know. I hope that it's uh, it's all so going to be fun. It's, it's been a couple of weeks. It has since been we've a, hung out. Well, yes. well, what have you been up to? All right. So what have I been up to? We all good over there? Yeah. Me and Daniel recording the show ourselves. There's no Katie. There's no Chris. There's no. Although, hey, let me get this out of the way really quick. Okay. Nothing's changed. Um, <laughs> uh, Sunday we do an early show at eight thirty. That's our regular show at the Improv. We're stand up. Yeah, we're Thursday through Sunday doing shows. And then Sunday late show at 10.30, we're doing a podcast. By the way, I apologize. It's just the only way we could do it. 10.30, I know some of you, well, some people don't care. But other people, if they have work, they're like 10.30. But it's going to be fun, I promise you. Um, we'll keep it tight. You'll be in bed by well, 12.30. No, we, we won't keep it tight. We won't keep it no, tight. No, no. <laughs> I don't think people want, hopefully they don't want us to keep it tight. Hopefully there's not people in the crowd. Give us 20 minutes! Keep it down. I hope he keeps it tight tonight. Yeah, keep it down. <laughs> keep it down. I'm trying to nap. Uh, um, so, so over at the Improv, and uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do. There, there's a small room over there that holds 75 people, and then there's the big room that holds 275. 
I'm very tempted to just have it in a small room. So we're going to look at the reservations. I'm against it. So if you could please call in <laughs> oh, you're, and, and raise the numbers so we can do it in the big room. When you see the little room, you're going to love it. I've seen the little room. Yeah. So I'm very tempted to cap it at 75 people and keep it in the little room. I just think it'll be crazy intimate. So what we'll do tomorrow at the end of the day, we'll look at the numbers and we'll decide. So right. we might just cap it at 75. So there's that. So... Um, Happy birthday. I'm going to get this stuff out of the way. Yeah, get some stuff out Happy of the way. Happy birthday to Glenn. I, Susanna? I think that's his girlfriend's name. Okay. I don't normally give birthday shout-outs. Don't get any ideas. Um, <laughs> happy birthday, Glenn. You know what? You, you're, your girlfriend loves you, okay? Um, Jesse Wentridge. Do I say his name right? Jesse Wentridge. Sounds right. I think it's his birthday, too. All right, we're turning into one of those shows. We're, hold on. <laughs> Ready? Hold on, here we go. Uh, just give me a second, please, 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 please. This is This is what happens when Chris is not here. God has to go yeah. through his phone. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of birthdays today. Hold on. What the hell is that? Why is my voice changing like that? We got a lot of birthdays to get to, everybody. Hey, give me a little something over there. Happy birthday to Glenn. Happy birthday to Jesse Wentridge. Jesse, if I say your name wrong, you know I love you. Um, what does that mean, Jen and Paul? Uh, you had a great time with Jen Kirkman and Paul Hopkins oh, on the podcast. I'm Daniel. just guessing. I'm just guessing. I love you. Because that would have driven me fucking nuts. You don't know what it's like to look down at something you wrote ten minutes ago. But yeah, I don't want to under... I don't want to... I love them. Yeah. I said it on the last week's podcast, but... Uh, my stepbrother listens to the podcast, and he we talked about it, and just you know, I feel like with with both of them, it's just it was pure joy. It yeah. was really a lot of fun. They're just it's just I don't I don't take it lightly that I get to have people like them in my life. It's very nice. Well, they they deserve it. Now I decided. Now I heard that Super Troopers. Uh-huh. By the way, we are going to have that episode with both of them where we do mushroom brownies. And have a show. Is that really going to happen? It's going to happen. I told them both that I would have them picked up in a car, a uh-huh. town car. That way they don't have to worry about driving. We'll Uber it. Uber. If someone yeah. from Uber is listening, <laughs> get in touch with us. We use it a lot. We could use a discount. YOLO. Anyway. <laughs> uh, you're not aware. I use all the hip terms. You've been gone so long. You don't know. <laughs> you, you just said YOLO. Yeah, YOLO. Anyway. Uh... You only live once. Anyway. Um... Uh, we're going to do that show with those guys, um, and uh, I figured out a way that I want to get into Super, Tro- Super Troopers 2. Yeah. I don't even know if we're allowed to say that there's going to be a Super Troopers 2, but they did mention it off the air, yeah. so we'll check. But I want to get on it, and I figured out how, and I'm going to run it by them and during the credits. Uh-huh. First, they're going to run their real, you know, I think bloopers sort of, you uh-huh. know, the outtakes. Then after that... I come up there and I bake people. Come on, people, stay in the theater. I made them a bet that I could keep every... If you leave now, you're going to look bad. I made them a bet. I said, I'll keep every single person in this theater. If one person leaves, all eyes are going to go to you. It's gonna, you're going to get booed. At this point, you just stay in your... While the credits are rolling. While the credits are rolling. At this point, Fine. if you leave, I'm worried about your safety. Because there's... And then just... Why can't you be in the movie though? I don't like, want. I want to do the credits. No, you should be. A, you should be I'm like busy. one of the cops in the movie. I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> I get days with Louie. I got a. I got a TV show to write. I got a book busy. to finish. Yeah, there is some good news. I'll. I think be able to announce next week. Um, 
So that's it. So there's that. We got that out of the way. Glennie! Glennie! It's Glenn's birthday! Come on, goddammit! All right. So there's that. Got yeah, that out of the way. that. So what, where were you? Well, I haven't, so, how many weeks has it been? I feel like we haven't uh, seen each other in that, at least a couple of three weeks. Three days. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a couple of weeks. I mean, how long has it been? No, honestly? I have, like it's honestly been um, at least a, two weeks, which it's, for us is a, a long, long time. time. Yeah, yeah, it might have been three weeks, which yeah. is a real long time. So where do we start? So um, why don't you go first? You went I, to a wedding. I, I did go to a wedding. In Telluride. In Telluride. And, you know. Beautiful city. It is a beautiful city. Uh-huh. It was a lot of work, though, trekking through the airport. You know, the next time I do it, I had to rent a tux. You did? Yeah. You don't own a tuxedo? I don't. You should don't. own a tuxedo. Well, I, I was almost, my friends, my, my cousin, Jeffrey, owns, well, his family or him and his it's in the it's in the in, mm-hmm. uh, in his wife originally his wife's family and he's been doing it for very very long um, owns Boyd's which is a very very uh, uh, high end I, yeah high end men's store in Philadelphia Boyd's it's okay. been around forever okay he said Todd come on in I'll hook you up yeah. Uh, he goes. I'll, we'll make it fit. We'll get it. We'll get the we'll seamstress. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll just look fucking goes, perfect, like a glove. Four fifty. He goes, okay. and it's usually a lot more. I'm like, sure, yes, it's a lot more than that. But I started thinking, does that include the shoes? <laughs> does that include the shirt, the bow tie, the vest, <laughs> the cufflinks? And I'll tell you the truth, I'm not ready. I was a little afraid to go get a tuxedo, even though that was very kind of him. I haven't spoke to him in so many years. I realized I'm flying in the Philly, and a day before I go in the Philly, I go, I don't have a tuxedo for Andrea's wedding. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I call Lisa, my cousin Lisa, uh-huh. and uh, Linda, sorry, Jeffrey's wife is Lisa. Okay. And um, I say, look, I hate to do this. I haven't talked to Jeffrey in 15 years or 20, maybe. Uh, I call him. You know, there's some with family, uh-huh. tight or not, it, I felt... That they were very kind. Okay. You know, he called me right back. He's like, come on in. I'll hook you up. But then I really was. I don't want to go buy a tuxedo. It wasn't the alterations because I know that would be great. But, like, if I get it home, all that happens if I buy a tux and my friend Lacey, you know, she goes, mm-hmm. ah. I'm like, ah, I won't like it. I won't like but it. But isn't the whole thing, the whole point of a tuxedo is that it's timeless. They all look sort of the same as long as it fits and I was it has nervous. the right I, shape. I was nervous I wouldn't get that type. You can I say something? We're mm. close enough where yes. I can say this to you. You're a little too old to be renting a tuxedo. You're a little too old, too successful. By the way, this is all getting bleeped out. <laughs> I won't bleep curses Honestly, out. Honestly, Todd, you're a little too no, old, no. too successful, too hip to be renting a tuxedo. Okay, I agree with you. I agree with you. Not yeah. only that, because as you get older, you you have a little more style. You get it, and I and I do and I do think that because I think with the tuxedo, here's what it is: the shirt. And I, and I was right, because when I saw uh, Andrea's uh, husband-to-be's tux, yeah. it was, everything was the same. The only thing that make, gives it a little style, and I was so right on the money, his shirt had a little bit of a, a groove in it. Mm-hmm. It, wasn't, it, just, it wasn't a ruffled shirt, obviously. Right. You don't get that. Um, it had a little bit of groove in it. And if the bow tie is uh, not a clip-on... Uh-huh. It's a little different looking, and it makes it look like a little yeah, more don't style. Don't get a clip-on boat. I had to wear one because the one I did, I bought a, uh, I bought a, uh, what do you call it, a one where you tie it yourself. Uh-huh. It was too little. It was uh-huh. too little. I didn't get a big enough one. Okay, wait, let's back up. Hold on. So whose wedding was this? Andrea. Andrea, Andrea is very is close. She's practically One of your sister. best friends. Yes. And um, she was marrying a guy. She's marrying a guy. 
But let me go back to the tuxedo real okay, quick. Okay, okay. So the other thing is the shirt uh-huh. has, a, has a little bit, not just a typical shirt, the bow tie and shoes. I knew I was right. When you get the tuxedo shoes, there's those glossy shoes. What you have military to do... Military shoes. Yeah. You don't want... Well, some people would say they like them. I like when you take a pair of shoes with a little more style, but they need that shine. You bring them to a shoe place. Right. Not just a... Not a buff, but there's a spray, and it's like a high fucking gloss spray, but I couldn't get it. But when I saw Dane, everything. He had the bow tie, the shirt with a little... The black pants and the black jacket and the vest, they were the same as mine. Mm-hmm. But his shirt, his bow tie, and his shoes, that's where it... That's made where it. it took it up an extra notch. But when I go back to Philly, I'll go to Boyd's and get a... Uh, yes, you I'll should. I'll go get a real... Do you know what I wanted to get? And, but I, I'm i glad I called her because she said, I don't care what tux you How wear. many suits do you own? None. No. I have one... I had, No, no, none. You own zero suits? Zero suits. When I, do, when I did Jimmy Kimmel once and I needed to wear a suit, they got me one. And that was the only time I needed a suit. Oh, buddy. This is our 2013 resolution. We're going to get you a tuxedo no. and a suit. Well, when I lost a little weight, I did have a suit, but I got rid you of it. lost a lot of weight. It's okay. Yeah, by one Say time, it. my friend Kevin and I, Kevin's almost Dr. Kevin Seuss, used to share yeah. a suit. And <laughs> <laughs> he did? That's the truth. And guess when it became a problem? When he was getting married. <laughs> and you had to be at the wedding. <laughs> I need the suit. <laughs> That's a true story. And then they ended up wearing tuxes, but before then. So so I go to the wedding. There's so I'm taking my sweater off here. So I so anyway, but we go to the wedding, it's up in Telluride, and we're staying with um my friend. Uh-huh. <clears throat> How about that? That's 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 progress. progress. That's progress right there. Yeah, don't don't tell me I'm not helping kids if I say my friend. It's a, it's baby steps. Uh-huh. I think that's I, I give myself a lot of credit. Uh-huh. Um uh, has a client. Should we give him like a name, a pseudonym? N- no. Okay, just friend, quote yeah. unquote. Okay. Uh, has a client that has a house in Telluride, uh-huh. and uh, it's it's on a thousand acres, mm-hmm. and that's where we stayed. It was a half an hour away from the wedding. Now she's very green, and uh, as you know, I, I'm not always green, but I, I admire it. I believe in it. I don't uh-huh. defy. You're a big it. supporter of the movement. Yeah, just because I'm not good at it, I'm not going to redefine the rules of what green is by what I have the capabilities of doing, or what I, I have the capabilities of doing whatever I want. But you know what I mean? People are like ah, uh-huh. I, when I'm not, I, I want to be green. I admire it. It makes sense while we're on this planet, whether we can reverse the damage or not. We don't have to be gluttonous while we're here. Okay, Todd's cell phone is ringing. What's that say? That says, singer Portland Joe is calling Todd as we're recording the podcast. Surprise! I don't stop everything. You got anything new for me? (laughs) What do you got, huh? Why don't you answer it? No, no. Oh. What if, hold on, I just did. I like that you just answered it and then hung up. Well, because I accidentally. Sorry. Joe? 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 He starts singing right away. Um, Okay, hold on. So we stay in the house, and everything is like, you know, like in the shower. It's a barn in the middle of nowhere, like mm-hmm. a house barn. And then there's a colony about a three-minute walk that is literally, I mean, it's been rebuilt and, mm-hmm. and gentrified or whatever you want to call it, where people used to live in the 1800s, where they settled. Mm-hmm. And those little, those little, they live on the property. People can live in there, but they have to help maintain the property. Mm-hmm. Like a commune. Yes. And uh, they help. There's some llamas down there and stuff. And and those homes have an outhouse. They have a, a an outdoor shower, like in a hut. And it's very the, the house. We I'm, a, s- I'm 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 a big fan of the rustic. I know. And I'm a big fan of the the historical throwback. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I could like 
take it for more than 24 hours. Listen up. <laughs> Here we go. So, the house we're staying in... By the way, I do admire the person. Uh, I, I noticed one yeah. thing, and my friend Mike uh, said something interesting who was also staying there. Uh, I noticed, like, it's all rustic in the shower. It's not only... It's... it's, it's you know, there's the compost bin. I, I can't list enough things. But then I noticed she has, like, a brand new washer and dryer. And I said something, you know, affectionately teasing the, the, uh-huh. her. I said, oh, notice I got the fancy washer. He goes, you know why? Because it's not about her faking like it's a old-timey, like getting an old washer and dryer so it looks cool. New washers and dryers, he said, are more and more efficient. More efficient. Right. Same thing with her refrigerator. They had a brand new refrigerator. So, I, I, you know, I was like, no. It makes sense. It makes sense. But here's the one thing that was tough for me, but yet I admire it. When you go to the bathroom. Shedding in a bucket. Well, close. <laughs> Did I tell you this yet? Yes. No. I didn't tell no, you this. No. When you go to the bathroom, there's a toilet, and there uh-huh. was a shower with running water. Even the shower, even things that they may look rustic that they didn't have to just to give it. Uh-huh. Like when you went into the bathroom, it was all stone and rock and like like a boulders that made the shower. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and you took, yeah, it was very cool. And there was a bucket, so you put the water well, you were getting it to the right temperature, filled the bucket up, and with that, they water plants. Oh, really? Yeah, and then one time I got shampoo in there, and I thought, oh, my God, what do I do? Oh, my God, I'm going like, to kill the plants. Yeah, they call a week later. All the tomato plants are dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they have great hair. <laughs> <laughs> if I had the 30 Rock theme, I would play it. <laughs> um, so okay. the toilet. There's a toilet, and you can go to the bathroom. You can poop. Uh-huh. poop. But when you when you when you use the toilet paper, uh-huh. you can't put it in the toilet. There's a bin next to it. Oh, now, I know. When I first heard that, I swear I was so ready for it to smell. Whatever it is, maybe there's charcoal, charcoal. Yeah, sure. In there, I don't know, but it did. Like you had to put it in there, and it's like, again, I respect it. I don't know if it's because it was a green thing. I would imagine they put that stuff in the compost. I don't know, or maybe they have a septic tank on mm-hmm. site, and it was and, and it was bad for it. Two times. One time. <laughs> I'm getting nervous that something will happen and they'll hear this. Okay. Two times. Just be honest. Yeah, I'm going to edit this if I find no, out anything happened. come happened. on. Two times I forgot and I put a little toilet paper in there. And then what happens? I don't know. I got nervous. I thought, what if it's serious? Like all of a sudden shit starts flying in the house from every air vent possible. Uh-huh. Two times. It was a teeny little bit. I was like, oh. Did they reuse the shit for like compost? Purposes and if they use that shit and put it in the tomato plants, uh-huh. ugh. But anyway, so we stayed there and it was very nice. We went to the wedding and it's just the how was the wedding? It was it was great. Everything was great. Were you in the way? Because here's oh, here, wait. Can I ask you a question? Like you are best friends with the bride. She's practically my sister. She's practically your sister, Andrew. Mm-hmm. I've met her. She's yeah. gorgeous and funny and yeah, great. You guys used to fuck. We used right? to fuck. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> That's when I say practically my sister. <laughs> so there's there's a good story here there coming is? up. Yes, about about what? Well, well, let's hear it. Let's get into it. What are you waiting for? About a month ago, Andrea comes to me and she goes, "Todd, I want you to be, you know, which which uh, I'm going to preface the fuck out of this. Everyone I asked, weddings are whatever you want them to be. Uh-huh. They're not the old traditional way. Things are changing. I get it. But because of my situation, and Andrea used to be your foil for. 
Whenever you would like yes. need to throw the dogs off the scent. Yeah, I'd bring Andrea. You'd bring Andrea either into the conversation or you'd literally bring Andrea to a party. Yeah, yeah. And she would serve as your or as your friend's As my girlfriend. Girlfriend, yeah. The problem was when she later broke up with her boyfriend, it was great when she had a boyfriend because she could bring her places and she couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. When she broke up with her boyfriend, I'd bring her to a wedding and people go, I think your girlfriend's making out with someone in the bathroom. <laughs> or, in, you know, in the... Yeah, go check. Hey, your girlfriend's giving her a number like yeah. it's on fire. Jesus. I go that whore. I knew it. That's why I left her. Uh, there, there. That that actually uh. that actually did happen when she was single. No, she would be flirting with someone that she had every right to do. So um, okay, so she so she wants me to be, in, me the to be in the in the wedding party in her in her wedding party. on her side. Yeah, as a, as, a, as a as a what do you call them? Well, they they a call bridesmaid, them, but they call them groomsmen. You just groomsmen. Yeah, I think. I think that's uh, what I told myself. Bridesman. Bridesman. Hmm. <laughs> Are you gonna mark that? To d- no, come bridesman. <laughs> okay. Come on, everybody. Daniel, come on. I don't come on. Okay, so, so so she yeah. asked you to be in the wedding party. And at first, I was I was like, you know, I was like, oh, I was so embarrassed, and I get it because of you know my being. Yeah. Um, it was a, if I was if I was a, I was going to say if I was a guy, but I am a guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> make no mistakes if were, about it. If, if you were a straight guy, if with I any hangups, wouldn't give a shit about it. Right. But you know what? I was proud of myself. I got over it. Okay, so you I was were a little paranoid. You were that, a bridesmaid. Uh, stop. <laughs> I was a groomsman on the bride. Did you side. feel like you wasted the money on the tuxedo since you had to wear the dress? <laughs> <laughs> no shit, you deserve this. <laughs> okay. First of all, that's hilarious. That's very funny. No, I didn't wear a dress. I like how I have to, <laughs> I say that. to clarify that. But and then you know I was nervous because I don't know all Dane's friends and yeah, they Dane were, is the husband. Dane's the husband. They were all cool. And once I got to hang out with everyone and they were all fun, uh, I didn't care. Yeah. So, but the wedding, the ceremony, uh-huh. not everything else. We have to take a, a gondola up to the top of this mountain, uh-huh. and then they had a Telluride is a, is a is a skiing resort. Yeah. And it's very tiny. They have a film festival there every fall, mm-hmm. and uh, outside of that, it's just a very by the way, he's addressing the audience now. Yeah, I'm talking to you guys. I could tell the style in which you were doing it. It was like, by well, just, the way, just in case some yeah. people don't know, what Telluride is, it's a, it's a, it's a very upscale, you could say, right, community up yeah. in the mountains of Colorado, right. and they have a great film festival, a very niche, unique film festival there every fall, and it's, it's a beautiful place. And uh, and yes, and it was very nice, and you, you to to go past it, you to to to, to move past, you know, to the part that I want to talk about. Uh, you had to take these gondolas, which are like ski lifts, up to the top yeah. where the ceremony yeah. was. And then you get halfway up there, and then there was another cabin lodge we got into, and then a big tractor mm-hmm. pulling a mammoth sled. Really? Yes. A mammoth sled, like 100 feet by 40 feet. Whatever. It was big. and Not that big. No, it was, well, yeah, you're probably right. 40 About feet? three car lengths. Okay. A big sled, and that pulled us up there. To the mm-hmm. top. And uh-huh. we were all in it. Andrea went in it with a few people with her wedding dress and everything. We all get up to the top. And the ceremony, just the ceremony, is outside. In the, in the middle of the winter. Rich. Now, look, knowing that Andrea might hear this, I, I have to admit at first I thought space heaters. Uh-huh. Uh, no. 
No. So I don't have winter clothes. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have winter clothes. Why am I talking different? You don't have winter clothes, or you don't bring winter clothes. I don't. No, no, I don't have them normally. Okay. You know, I go from cabs to uh-huh. hotels. Yeah. So the most I have is two light jackets, and I put them on over. That's each true. Other. Like in the, we've known each other for a long time. I don't think I've ever seen you wear like a winter outfit. I have like a, a jacket, a in puffy there. coat, nope. with a hat and a scarf. No, and I have gloves. No, no. I have a light winter jacket for forty degree weather. Uh-huh. That I just got for Christmas. Uh-huh. Um, but I go, it's going to be outside. Would and you get that Patagonia jacket too? No, no, no. I got a J. Crew. Oh, so um, so I don't like the heat. Uh-huh. I don't like the. Uh, you don't, don't like the cold. I don't like the cold. I'm no. like Kevin Meany's joke. <laughs> I don't like the heat. Why don't you move where it's cold? I don't like the cold. I want to live in the mall where their temperature is always the same and people are nice. Come on, Shopper Meany. Come on, Shopper Smith. <laughs> Did you see that tweet I sent you, Jonathan Katz? Yes. Tweeted? Jonathan the inauguration isn't done until uh, the inauguration sings "We Are the World." <laughs> he said the inauguration would be better. Yeah. If, uh, by the way, you know I'm a huge Jonathan Katz fan. Who isn't? From yeah. the early days of his stand-up, he did very unique things. He's the and, best. And then also, you know, Jonathan Katz, uh, Doctor Katz. Yes. Now Explosion Bus. Uh, he was at Louis C.K.'s show, and then he texted me later. Um, some nice, you know, nice, you know, uh-huh. thing, and I go, oh, I wish I would have known. I would have loved to say hi to him, uh-huh. and he he, he uh, left me some very funny messages. He's got a very soothing, uh-huh. funny voice. Uh, it's I, a very he, he's very even with his delivery, yeah. and then like you have to figure out that it's funny. That's his well voice, said. His voice doesn't tip the joke. <laughs> that's a good. That's an. It's I up think, to you. I think that's a compliment. I think so too. Yeah, yeah I, think I, it's I meant a huge that as one. I know you did. I know you did, and and it yeah. is. Um, so. So I decide I'm not going to be cold. I know that day is going to come. Mm. So I go and I buy a winter jacket, like uh, like CIA jacket, long mm. trench coat. I go, what type? I don't of- know why you think CIA wear. That's what they wear. What do they wear when you see them? The long jackets. I don't know why. You're right. I don't know why I think that. But the long, you know, the long jacket. Not a jacket. You mean a coat? A you coat. wore like a a, a, a pea coat. A pea coat. Right. All the way to my, you know, uh, you know, past my balls. knees. Yeah. All the way oh. to my balls. <laughs> Past my knees, all the way down to my balls. <laughs> all the way down. <laughs> okay. Remember, it's funnier at home. <laughs> all right. Okay. So I buy that, and then I at the tuxedo place, I go, what hat do you wear with a tuxedo? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so what do they do? They give you a top hat? They go... <laughs> <laughs> That's the only no. hat you can wear with a tuxedo. Well, fedora. So I know. So no. I go... A fedora. fedora, really? Yeah. So I go and I buy the earmuffs that go around the back of your head. Uh-huh. You know, I go, I get those. I uh-huh. get the long jacket. Uh-huh. I get the scarf. And I go to the... In Philadelphia, uh-huh. I go to... Um, oh, I got another funny story about buying the tuxedo. Please remind me. Okay. Um... I go and I get a box of warmers, hand warmers. Okay. You know, you know what hand warmers are? You open them up, you sort of rub them around a uh-huh. little bit, and they get really warm. And about an mm-hmm. hour later, I do a test run on them in Philadelphia. Uh-huh. They, get, they get really warm an hour later. Mm-hmm. I bought a box of them. I think mm-hmm. there's 20 of them in there. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, I just, I'm not going to be cold for 20 minutes during the ceremony. And then, granted, it was beautiful that I saw some of the pictures. It's snow, about 80 to 100 people sitting in these rows, a lot of candles lining the alleyway. Mm. 
um, the alleyway, the, the pathway mm-hmm. to the stage or whatever you want to call the stage, it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the altar. The altar. And um, I put my, I break open all my pocket warmers. I'm very organized. And they're open in my and bag. You start selling them. No, you make well, a little, you make I, a little extra I, I, scratch. I, I wish you. <laughs> Who's cold? Huh? You don't need to be. You should see the guy in the fedora, <laughs> Daniel. It's it's meaner than that. What, what I wish it? I would have sold them. What? So so anyway, I put them in my pockets. Uh-huh. I put them in my gloves. I got gloves. I got a scarf. Uh-huh. I have them everywhere in, on my, in my pants pockets, in the front, in the back. Um, and I'm going outside, and oh, there's some elderly people uh-huh. that are freezing. Uh-huh. And I'm a little hot at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating. But I didn't want to give any away. Like, how, how much would I wait, really wait. help Like, them? you have them in all these pockets, and, and did you break them? And I broke they... them. I broke so, them. So they're working. When I, yeah, when I left the uh-huh. place where we were staying, uh-huh. I opened all 20 and broke them. I didn't want to get up there and have to rip open the plastic. I knew, open them. So you're insulated fully I with have, these heat packets. I'm very warm. <laughs> Too warm. So, yeah. So I have a few left over, and I walk down the aisle, and I look for somebody that's cold, and uh-huh. I one one the oldest person there I gave three of them to. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, she was so appreciative. It's like I gave her a pot. Uh-huh. Um, and then we get up to the front, and you know, you, you want to be funny, but not too funny, and a baby starts crying hysterically. And I go, Dane, stop crying. Because <laughs> that's the... the <laughs> funny. And then, out of nowhere, the dress, somebody goes, you know, it's when everything's settling. The, uh, the person who's speaking, I don't know if it was a... What, I don't know what his background was. He might have mm-hmm. just been a sermon... I don't know what he was, but you know, you mean every, the person that conducted the ceremony. Yes, yes, who was great. Um, he was really great. He said it from his heart. It was really, really cool. And um, uh, yeah, so the person speaking. So, the, so, 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 yeah, everything's settling, and then uh, someone, someone goes, "Move her dress. It's near the candle, mm-hmm. right?" So Nikki, the bridesmaid turns to me and says, hold my flowers. Mm-hmm. And I very loudly go, now I'm not being on the girl's side and holding flowers. It's funny. <laughs> Big laugh. Big laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so I was happy about that, and that made me think, I let everybody know I wasn't yeah. crazy about being on that side. And um, that then the ceremony happened, and uh, then we went inside, and... Uh, Did it, they do the thing where they go, if anyone here thinks there's a reason why these two should not be married... Speak now, well, I think or that's forever why, hold your peace. Did they do that? I think that's why they did it in the cold. So no, <laughs> everyone wanted to get warm, just in case anyone was going to object. We'll do no, it. We'll do did it. Did they do that? Did they, no, they, did they, they say that? They don't do that anymore. They fuck didn't really that. say that? No, fuck that. Two people think they're meant to be together. All you need is some fucking wackadoo. All right. Hey, All right. Wait, I have some thoughts. You be the guy. You be the priest saying okay. this. You be the... Now. Hey, okay. wait. In post... Can uh, Katie, can you put a little reverb? That's right, motherfucker. <laughs> Affectionately said. Can you put a little post right now in Daniel's uh, voice when he's the, you know, you're making the speech? Yeah. So now, before we move on, does anyone here think, does anyone here object to I got something I want to say. Okay, there's a pirate coming down the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> Sir? <laughs> I don't know who let you in here with that parrot. But go ahead. I don't know why I chose to do a pirate voice. You're right. Because I could have easily done this. Uh, yes, I have something I... I'm, I'm, I'm one of the gondola drivers. 
By the way, speaking uh, of this, the, the, wherever we had the wedding, it was it was it was very beautiful. Um, this happens a lot, and and it really fucking gets me fucking mad. In one of the hotels we all went to, where the rehearsal dinner was, um, the staff had an attitude, and this has been talked about before. It's not everybody. Uh-huh. A lot of the other hotels just awesome and nice, and we're not talking about people that are dicks. I know our group was a friendly group. I know the way I talk to people. It's like what I say. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think suit Nazis are cute. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Right. I know. So you I, I admire a restaurant that um, doesn't need to put up with an asshole customer. They've but, been in but, business. But, but you, but you don't think, but you don't like when they take pride in it. And yeah, I don't want to go. They, oh, they, 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 you know, when, when, when I, I admire if you've been in business so long that if the customer's an asshole, you can go fuck you. I, I admire that. You know, no, you don't get to talk to our waitress right. like that. We've been, in, you know, but not when you a soup Nazi to me, which was uh, which was slang that from the from Seinfeld, uh-huh. right? Means you're a dick to all customers. Right. And fuck you. I hope you go under. I will not support you. Your right. soup ain't that good. Right. Your cheesesteak ain't that good. Your right. cheesesteak. Fuck you. I hope you go under. I hope you fucking fuck you. Yeah, nah, I'll take a can of Progresso soup and put a stick of butter in it. It's just as fucking good. Your soup ain't that good. Fuck you. Progresso, their commercials with the talking into the can. Nah, they can do it. It's a little much. Like, hey, hey, we're wacky. I get it. We're wacky. Our soup is wacky. I don't think you should have wacky. You know what else bothers me? Don't be wacky. There's a lot of, and this is in a lot of different cities, and we'll get back to this. Uh Remind me to get back to the staff at the hotel. But I don't know why I thought about this, but there's a lot of companies. They're they're like meat companies that Uh sell like meat, and it says you can't beat our meat on the side of their trucks. That's a jerk off joke, right? (laughs) Right. No, no. Are you positive? It has to be. What else would it be? You can't beat our meat. Why would you want to have a jerk off, a masturbation (laughs) joke around your food? You can't beat our meat. (laughs) Get it? Right. That has to be. That has to be. No, seriously. I don't know any other. Uh, instance where beat our meat is used. You can't other than jerk off. Beat our meat. Ugh, I don't want to eat your meat, let alone beat your meat. All right. Hello, so, Progresso. Hello. Hello, <laughs> Progresso. You know, actually, I just signed up with the Progresso phone plan. It's a, it's a pretty good phone. It's a can, and they have video, but texting is awful because your fingers smell like soup the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, there we go. So the staff had this attitude, and look, I want to overpreface. I know that I'm nice. First thing I did was go over and I tipped. They were being a little cold. Uh-huh. So look, I'm not one to throw around money, but I went over. I thought maybe this will change a lot. I went over and I, I had only had $25 cash. Mm-hmm. And I went over to a friend of mine, Mike. I said, Mike, do you have any cash on you? He had $25. I walked over and I said, because I've been getting some drinks. It was open bar, wine and beer. Hmm. And uh, I gave. I said, here's $50. So, I, you know, in case I forget about you at the end of the uh-huh. night. Didn't change anything. Didn't change anything? For me, but not their attitude towards the whole. It was like, I, I want to explain this right. These are people, and I think Tom Martin used to have a joke about this in his act. We're rebels. We're up here. Not everybody. There's other people that are very kind at the other hotels. But this staff, it was a, a very distinct we're like, you know, we don't need corporate America. The uh-huh. only thing we're involved with corporate America is where we work and all the money we get. Other than that, <laughs> we're, you know, we're so, shut the fuck up. Right. It was right. like I heard a waitress go, I'm not in the mood for this tonight. What? 
Where you get your working? What kind people that are having a wedding? Let alone if it was a big group of assholes. I get it. But a kind group of people, and they all were like this, you know, we don't need this, you know, we're just like mm-hmm. up here, and like the, you people come we up. We escaped the world, Yeah, man. you people we come up this. here and get in our way. Yeah. You're not even working at a little out-of-the-way local place where you could maybe think that, where some mm-hmm. fucking people come to visit. Mm-hmm. You know when people mm-hmm. from out of town find the local bar? Yeah. Okay, I get it. But you're working in a corporate, you gotta fuck yourself. You're working in a, in a high-end a resort where rich people come to ski and, yeah. and 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 you know get away. That you are the corporate America. Yeah, you're working at the Marriott of the mountain. Right. So fucking relax. Right. And you both then and 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 I, all the guys that work there and all the girls that work there. You're not good looking anymore. Okay. You've seen your better day. You're hitting forty and you, and, you don't. You, and the whole rebel thing's not cute. Yeah. Anymore. You're strutting around. It doesn't yeah. look. Get good. a savings account <laughs> and health insurance. <laughs> Like the rest of us. <laughs> uh, All right. Do you have any more wine? Excuse me. How dare you? You're making me look like uh, I'm seducing you. Um, uh, yeah, we do, but we'd have to take a break. No, no. Let's. Can let's you take a break? No, let's keep going. I don't. I don't, I don't know, know if I can take a break. I don't know if I can take a break. Let alone you. No, I don't know if I could. If I know how to stop. What this time recording. do we start? I mean, it's right there. It's it's. We're at okay. thirty six minutes. Uh, I haven't even started. Um, so so there's that. The wedding was it was it was all fun. And then, oh by the way, skiing. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about skiing. Did you ski? No, no. You don't ski. You don't. I don't ski, and I don't want to be one of these people. Before I go into it, that goes, you know, the things because I don't want to ski. Mm-hmm. You know what? Why is everyone skiing? Why? why? People like to ski, and I get. I it. love to ski. I do police ride-alongs. <laughs> I'm serious. It's just as dangerous, just, and it costs a lot less. And I sit in a chair, and I, I just drive a car fast. It's just as invigorating without the work. Yes, I agree. Imagine if every time I did a police ride-along for 20 minutes, I had uh, to walk up a hill to do more police ride-alongs. No, it makes sense. I love skiing, though, but yeah. yes. Oh, Todd, we did you're a not ba- a big. Uh, you're not a big sports uh, well, exercise for, for pleasure guy anyway. I don't like fatigue. Right. I don't like fatigue. And I thought of the, you know, you have to go, you got your jacket and the scarves and you got the, the thing and yeah. the skis yeah. and the poles yeah. and you drag yeah. it and it's, it just you seems like. You sit on that thing while it brings you up and. It seems like a lot of work. Yeah, it is People a lot look of work. like they're having fun. And a lot of money. Yeah, we got, we got into this one. Is it a gondola? I'm saying it right, right? I don't know if it's, I think it's, I think it's called a, a lift. They called it a gondola where I was. The lift is where it's open. The gondola is like where six people can get in it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because in Telluride, they, they're closed. They're closed in. They're closed in. Right. So, so it's like a little capsule. Yeah. And by the way, scared fucking shitless of getting in there, looking down. Yeah. It's really, I'm not good with heights. You don't survive that. If by any freakish accident that, that, that cable breaks... And that fucking thing falls down and doubles down the mountain. You don't walk away from that. I, <laughs> and as scared as I was, I didn't mind making every joke. Like I was, all, all I do every time we got in there, I go, ah, oh, all that thing has to do is snap. Yeah. So we're on there with a, there's two little kids on there, uh-huh. and um, and they're really cute. You know, it's fun to talk to kids that age, and they're by themselves. And even I was a little bit like, God, oh, their parents let them come on here by themselves, mm-hmm. but I'm sure they're fine. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a friend of mine goes. 
by yourself, be careful, don't, you know, there's a lot of strangers up here, and I go, and I look at him, don't fucking say that. Yeah, don't. Yeah, you don't say that, and he very quickly realized Realized it, it, because the minute we got out of it, I went, I opened my mouth, he goes, I know, I know, I know, he just said, be careful, and he was trying to be, you don't say it, that weirds You don't say it, because the truth is, you're strangers, and you were fun, and interesting, and nice, and, and safe. Right, and 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 um and and just to talk to them, and they're just these like great little spirits. You yeah. know, they were pro- one of the one of the uh, uh, brother and sister were on there, and they were probably ten. I love. They were skiing. I love down, kids man. that get it. Kids, they're you could tell like they're interested. They're funny. They they laugh. You know what? They when they when you fuck with them, they laugh. They got my joke. Yeah, they get. And it. I told them. Oh, I go, that's nothing better than that. When we got to the bottom, their parents were mm-hmm. outside, and I go, "You got good kids." And they, I go, "They're going to be successful." And I know. They go, "What makes you say that?" I go, "Because they laughed at all my jokes." And I meant it. Like they yeah. got my jokes. Same way. You ever meet a kid that like doesn't get it? I and hate them. You just want to go. You're gonna have a horrible life, yeah. little shit. Yeah, exactly. Just because I want them to laugh at my jokes because I'm being nice. Yeah. Matter of fact, a lot of the uh, waiters and waitresses at the uh, at the affair, uh-huh. you know, at the wedding, uh, when they get like, you can tell when you make good jokes. I love when they get your jokes. Yeah, and they, and they go, "Is there anybody sitting here?" Whenever there was somebody missing, I said that they died and got hit by a bus. Uh-huh. You could tell that. Like I forget, I look like a full grown adult, and uh-huh. then there's this guy sitting there going, "They died, hit by a bus, horrible bus accident," and uh, the waiter was laughing, which made me like him. And then later we smoked pot outside, so oh, that's good. Yeah, so and then he got fired. No, <laughs> I hope not. Um, you know what? I, I don't know why I have this written down. Well, you know, uh, I'm not. A, I love animals, and you know, I think people listening to the show adore them. I think mm-hmm. everyone knows that. And I think if I point that, well, Adam, we're just segueing to another topic because somebody did this last weekend. I really like dogs. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if you're going to be able to weigh in on this. Uh, bringing your dog to my house? No. Right. Bringing your dog to someone else's house? Yeah. First time ever, like not that close of friends. Don't even ask. Don't, no, don't you don't bring your dog to okay, hold on. those houses. I want to be really fair. If there's two people and they're really close and they go, be honest with me, honest. I mean, you got to beg someone. Uh, that's the way I would say it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm seriously do not. Okay, I get it. But I've had it happen where they don't say anything. No, here's what needs to happen, in my opinion. First, you need to. Con- First of all, that other person needs to have a dog whose house you're coming over to. Second of all, you need to have gone out with both your dogs together to a dog park or something, or, or, or hiking together with your dogs. Then you say, hey, can I bring my dog to your house? You don't just automatically bring your animal to someone's house when you're going over for dinner. Yeah, it, 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 because they always go, oh, he's not usually this hyper at home. And by the yeah. way, it's never the dog's He's fault. always that hyper no. at home. Well, I have a different theory. He yeah. might not be that hyper really? at home. It's his home. He's used oh, to it. Yeah. The sounds, the noises. He's a little hyper. He's in a strange house. It's not the dog's fault. So I don't get mad at the dog, but I always think, yeah, leave your fucking dog at home. And let me tell you something, anybody listening, there are exceptions. There are exceptions. Mm-hmm. Somebody tells you or you ask and you go, please, you gotta, you can't ask someone to be honest with you. You have to beg them. So, if, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You have to say... Trust me, do not, if you, if you, if you, do not blink an eye at it. If you're like, well, I'd be more comfortable without it, tell me it's not a big deal. You've got to make someone so comfortable to say, no, don't bring your uh-huh. dog. It's been happening a lot lately. People bring in their dogs over to your house? Well, somebody did it up in, in Telluride uh-huh. at the house. They go, oh, and they came in with their dog and it was running. Oh, get the fucking dog out of here. 
But anyway, and then later when it calmed down, it was a nice dog. But huh. I, I don't know why I wanted to talk. So it about all worked that. out. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm glad we talked about it. I know it's <laughs> anticlimactic. Um, you what know else what? you got on that piece of paper? What else do you got on your piece of paper? I have to pee. You do? Can you talk for like a minute? Oh, right, but then I have to pee after you. Get Are you serious? Right, so why don't you go pee first? You swear to God. Yeah, I swear to God. And then I'll, I'll talk, and then you All go right. pee. Okay. Yeah, here's what I want you to do okay. so I don't hear What's you. funny is that you're never going to hear what I'm going to say right now. Well, I'll hear you... when I listen to the show. Oh, you're gonna listen... You listen to the show? I su- I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a subscriber. No, but I want okay, you to, go to the bathroom. whisper to what you're saying so okay. I don't hear it. Because okay, if you talk at this volume, I'll okay. hear Okay, go to the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> okay, so here's what's happening. I'm going to describe to you... What's, what Todd Glass's hotel room is. First of all, there are, there's a t-shirt covering the lamp right over the desk. That is to get the lighting just right. Second of all, Todd puts away everything the hotel puts out, like magazines, menus, all of that gets discarded right away, right? Second of all, there is a dead... Hello? Oh, hey, buddy. You have to really go? Yeah, I really don't. Right, so I, I'm going to... What you said, and then you're going to hear what I said later. Okay. I'm going to go the nice route. You know, it's fun to have a friend that you literally don't see for three weeks. And I couldn't be any more excited to hang out with Daniel tonight. Um, and then tonight, after this, we're going to go to dinner, smoke a little, go get an open mic night. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear. What did he say? Did he say anything about me? Did he? Happy birthday, Glenn. Jesse Wentridge. Adam Flowers. You got You sent us some good stuff, too, for next week. We got some good stuff next week. Um, Chris Burden. Sound extraordinaire. His friend. Um... Sent some really good stuff in. So, uh, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I'm running out of stuff to say. Ah, uh, here we go. Can I get go. a wine out of your mini bar? Yes. Come on, you cheap prick. <laughs> oh, well, that's right. Preston sent some stuff in. I couldn't remember who sent stuff in. You know what's funny about the wine out of the mini bar? I remember a long time ago doing... When we were doing college shows. Yeah. And uh, Carrot, Carrot Top. Top story coming up. <laughs> Carrot Top had, Scott, had a lot more money than everybody because he was making a lot more money. And I always thought he was so generous in a very uh, understated way. Like, But I remember going back to the... You want some? No, but you can get me a bottle. Well, no, uh, yeah, get me a little thing of Jack. <laughs> What's that? A bo- two bottles of Jack and a bottle of wine. What should I plan on? 50 bucks? <laughs> I like because they think I like because they think they're crea- creating a convenience for you with their mini bar, and I get it. Uh-huh. Let's say a, a, a bag of pistachios or whatever, or can a bag of potato chips normally cost a dollar eighty. You know what? Three fucking bucks. I get it, and that's fair. Yeah, yeah. it's the convenience. But five. If somebody said three cashews, they're normally let's say seven dollars. Yeah, it's in your fucking mini bar. You don't need cashews. Pay the goddamn price. Uh-huh. But twenty bucks, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm right, right? Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I don't think... I think the whole mini bar, how overpriced it is, I think that's a bit of a hyperbole now. I don't think it's that overpriced. 
Is it? No, I think it is. You do? Well, let's see. Let, let, let's see what the prices yeah, are. Yeah, go get the prices. Okay. And then we're going to talk about urban legends. Oh, per- my God. Aretha Franklin's my favorite. Yeah, I, I got, a, got a good story about urban legends. Can you grab me that Coke out of there? That joke? Um... Hi, I'm Todd Glass. That sounded really good pouring it out of there. It's See, like, I bet you... Oh, fuck, buddy, I'm sorry. I just grabbed, like, the most expensive How thing much? out of that fridge. How much? To be okay. honest. I'll tell you. So, you're drinking what? Ginger uh, ale. How much do you think is a can of ginger ale? Four fifty. Three dollars. Okay. That's okay. not bad. That's, that's fine. That's not bad. Makers. Okay. How much was the bottle of Makers? Okay, you got Makers Mark. That is... Hang on. Six fifty. Hold on. No, no, no. Twelve. Twelve? I'm looking for it. Uh, Twelve. Seven dollars. Okay, uh, that's okay uh, too. Okay, here's the the wine I grabbed. Oh, don't tell me it's thirty five dollars. Twenty three. That's all right. <laughs> he says it's all right because we're on the air. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna hear about this after we stop recording. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, early this year I had to go bankrupt <laughs> because of Daniel Kino. All right, so we're all good. You got everything neat and organized. This is mine. Okay. Yeah. Be careful. Okay. This is fun. Forty. I'm having minutes. a good time. Um. A long time ago, I, I I was telling people because someone told me and I did no fact checking on it that um, Bill Cosby bought all the old. <laughs> I remember this. Um, what was it called? Um, Some Fat Albert. Did you smell that? Did you? No. Did I fart? Ugh, I hate that word. No, I didn't. Okay. I think it's the shit that I was putting in the basket at the house I was staying. Um, yeah, they tell, I told everybody, because someone told me that Bill Cosby bought all the old Little Rascals because, right, the Little Rascals? It was, no, it, it was wasn't the, Little Rascals, it was, um... The, were the little kids with the fat Albert and no 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 it was the little rascals because okay, the way black was... people were depicted okay and I remember going off like no people need to see that that was a, that was a bad time but you can't just buy that and hide it that's you know not what I true mean? right and then finally someone said let me you let me uh, Google that mm-hmm. they Googled it right away it came up the urban legend is not true it's very specific and it's obviously been discussed and from that day forward I thought. With Google, Google, right, Google's, right? Google things. Don't just mm-hmm. spread shit. So there's a friend of mine, a friend of a friend's, that constantly all he has is urban legends. Mm-hmm. And at first I talked to him. I want to remember what they were. They're always fake. You know, and, he, and, and he'll tell me something. I'll go, oh, I don't want to do mm-hmm. this to you, but YouTube that. And he's, he, he YouTubes it, and he goes... Googles uh, it. Googles it, it comes right up. The myth that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, is not true. Mm-hmm. And then he does it again. Like a month later, I go, Rob, mm-hmm. now you know his name. I go, what, I don't want to be... And he's, he, in all fairness, he's very intelligent, and he never... He's like, I'll, 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 uh, I'll Google it. Fake. Mm-hmm. But I realized something. He's really good. He goes, yeah, I, I got to be more careful. I, you're right. I just hear it. and then, But there's somebody else, and I don't want to mention their name. They won't stop. You talking about me? No. <laughs> That's... For a while, I, 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 for a while, that was me. Well, 
Did you? Did we have this exchange? Yeah, yeah. Remember, we, like we used to talk about that because I would always bring something up, and you go, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, you know, when Robert De Niro on the awards, they something that, it, and then and then later they look it up, they go, and it was like if they read closer, it says rumors, but no, right. or just a coincidence. So, so I realized with this other person, Rob gets it, and he goes, "You're right. I, I just hear this, and I'm very quick as I was with the uh, with the Bill Cosby story mm-hmm. to just repeat it." And I realized some people don't want to stop. Because that's all they got. Mm-hmm. It's something they have, and the reason they have it, and no one else has it, you know, a story to tell, because it's not true, mm-hmm. and they don't want to stop, and this other person won't stop, even though every time I say to them, and I don't want to look like, in a way I feel like, why not let them have their story? What the fuck is my obsession? Because you don't start by thinking you're being a dick with Rob. He slowly went, like me, you learn, you go, oh, yeah, maybe I should YouTube it before, uh, uh, Google mm-hmm. it before I... But I just think it's funny that some people are very happy. You know, I found... And if you go back 30 years, they always had them. Yeah, cousin of mine. Some people... I hate to interrupt you, but can you try this? This is the best yeah. Sauvignon Blanc I think I've ever had. Talk about how much you hate to interrupt me. I... Todd, I... No, really? No, I hate... Wait, 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 Todd, I hate to interrupt you. <laughs> wait, Todd, 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 Todd. I hate to interrupt you. How much do okay? you... I, want, I won't talk about I the wine. I don't... I don't... Look, there's a lot of things I don't like. Racism... You know, I don't like uh, prejudiced people. I don't like terrorism. I don't like dumb people. But I really, what I, what I don't like the most is to interrupt Todd Glass. Most of the time, Todd Glass opens his mouth. It's something worthwhile, all right? It's something either smart or funny or interesting. And when I have to interrupt, and I know I have to, it breaks my goddamn heart, Okay. Now, having said that, can you stop that music? I want to interrupt it. <laughs> will you, can you taste this wine, please? Yes, I will. It's so good. Okay, that's not how you taste the wine. Drink half the glass. <laughs> like, you're, like, you're, like you just got out of the desert. <laughs> and this is the first drop of water you got your hands on in three weeks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I did gulp it yeah. down pretty quick. You just gulped half a glass uh, of wine. Excuse me, but I taste your wine. I get it's thirst quenching. It is good. It's not. Let me tell you if I'm right. It's very like. Okay, go ahead. I don't. It's not too sweet, but it's not too dry. It's yeah, perfect. It's, it's, yes, it has a little bit of sweetness to it, yeah. but it's not an overwhelming sweetness. No, that's really good yeah. stuff. Matanza's Greek Winery. Watch your mouth. Hey. All right. I smacked his leg, so you don't think. Oh, uh, by the way, guess so what? you don't think what. But I don't think. So you don't think that you hit. So people don't think you hit me in the face. Yeah, I don't want. That sounds really bad if I go. (laughs) Ah! 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 Okay. What else you got on that list? By the way, when Mm -hmm. it comes to spanking children, I got an email. It was the smartest thing in the world. I really an intelligent emailer. You know, my whole thing. Oh, it was uh, so good. They wouldn't show it on TV, and you know, Mm -hmm. just keep it clean. He was, it was such a well-written letter. He goes, keep it clean, Todd. You're going to lose the battle, which I think you're right on. He goes, I get it. Some people will go, well, they don't show. Keep it clean. He goes, consult your uh, physician or a therapist. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Not, oh, if they were showed on TV, because people found a loophole in that. I love the specific and the cleanly, the, not cleanly, but the clearness, mm-hmm. this, this email. And I wish I knew his name, because he was basically saying, when, you, when you're right and you get confusing... You start losing people. Because mm-hmm. some people will go, well, they didn't show it on TV because consult an expert. Yeah. Consult an expert. That's all you have to do. Done. Make a call. 
Make an appointment, go in, 90% of the experts will tell you what you need to hear. And whatever they tell you, fuck Todd Glass, listen to them. I love, I love the let, cleanliness let, let, of that. Let's do the bid where the customer service person won't let you get off the phone. Oh, okay. I'll, okay. Be, I'll be the guy, you'll be the customer service person. Okay, okay. okay. Well, good. Okay. okay. Can we talk about one more thing? What? Uh, you know when you go to the perfume or cologne department? No. You've never been through the cologne? <laughs> I've been through them, but I've never like. You don't think they're there. aggressive? When you look at you go over go, I was I'll tell you why. I went uh with my friend Nikki when I was gonna maybe get a tuxedo mm-hmm. and uh we went to in Los Angeles, I forget it was in a nice store in uh, uh I forget the name of the store. But it was a, a sort of a high end store and okay. I went with her. She wanted to look at, and we noticed they're very aggressive in the cologne department. And I noticed that too, even if you're at Nordstrom's or Macy's over the years, more than the other Parts of the store. Like, mm-hmm. if you go to the clothing store, sometimes you get an aggressive person. Mostly. Yeah, but what are they going to do? Throw a pair of pants at, at you? Well, like, with the thing, they could spray it onto the air, right? Well, first of all, they don't. They well, don't spray it onto the air anymore? No. Oh. They, they, they don't. But, 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 I thought that's what you were talking about. No, no. They're very aggressive with when they see you in their periff. They mm-hmm. come lurking over. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but in the clothing department, once in a while, but mostly you get someone that walks over, mostly in the clothing department. Hey, how you doing? If you need any help, I'm over here. Mm-hmm. I'd say 75% of the time. 25% of the time in the clothing department, yes, they might be a little much. Like, please, give me my room. Because mm-hmm. the minute they say, you know, there's people that know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I know that I'm being fair. There's salespeople that get it. Come over. Hey, if you need me, I'm over here. And then go away. But in the cologne or the perfume department, they're very aggressive. To the point of, leave me the fuck alone. Like, I'm not going to buy it. I walk over and they see you. They come darting over like a fucking rabid, ravaging... Is that the right term? Dog. Sure, sure. Can I help? And I feel bad. First thing I think is that's how they make their money. I try to be kind. Do they work on commission? Ding dong. Is that the right term? Sure. Did, do they? I, I couldn't. I had to find out. Yeah. I had to find out whatever department store we were in. Uh-huh. I wish I could think of the name of it. Was it in L.A.? It's in L.A. Bloomingdale's? No, no. It was, it was in Beverly Fred Hills. Siegel? Nope. Barney's. 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 I love you. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it's a nice store. Yeah, it's a very nice store. Yeah, yeah. You would think they would know. You think they would lay the fuck off. Yeah. You would think that there'd be. Listen, yeah. there's a goddamn way you treat a customer. Yeah. Let them know you're there. Let them know you yeah. want to take care of them. Yeah. But don't fucking lurch over them. If people walk you into would... Barney's. They want to spend money. They don't. They didn't yeah. just but... walk in there by accident. No. Every time we went to a different counter, you know, maybe mm-hmm. I wanted to steal a little moisturizer, mm-hmm. squirt, 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 you know, a little free. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to put on a little $75 moisturizer. Why not? <laughs> they would come. They'd see me. I deserve it. I'm on TV. <laughs> yeah. They'd see you and they'd come over. Leave me the fuck alone. But yeah. yet again, I think this is how they make their living. So I more wondered why. Because in every other department of Barney's, I went upstairs to look at some jackets. I went up, They were like, you know, basically like They're I cool. said. They walk over. Hey, if you need me, I'm over here. That type of, which I love. Mm-hmm. And I went over to someone in the clothing department. I said, can we ask you a question? Meanwhile, my friend Dana is like so embarrassed. I go, we noticed like even in this store, mm-hmm. in the clothing and all the other departments, including your department, it's, you know, and I repeated what I just said. It's more like, hey, I'm over here if you need me. Why in the uh, cologne, perfume or yeah. cologne is it so... He was, that's, <laughs> he was really cool, and she was really cool. Mm-hmm. A guy and a girl sitting together, standing together. They go, 
That is so funny you asked that. We aren't positive. You would think we would know. But we think they might work on a commission from the, not the Cologne store. company. But something like that. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, that, I bet you're fucking right because so it's just weird. But anyway. Um, sure, Barney's <laughs> is great. Normally. And every, you know, there were some reasonably priced. Oh, there was a guy outside. Reasonably priced anything at Barney's. Well, in the sale. Yeah, there's a book of pictures for $175. (laughs) There's an Afghan over there for (laughs) the. um, There was there was a car outside, like a very like a Testarossa, and it was stick. It was automatic. Ferrari, Ferrari automatic, whatever it was. It was like one of the. So I'm standing there, me and and my friend Dana were going. Who? Why would you get an automatic? But I didn't want to be that guy. I thought I don't know. And then, I swear to God, this is a true story to George Carlin. Um, there's an older guy who walks over, and we overhear him going... Bud Freeman. <laughs> gets into it. Excuse me, Excuse me. It said Improv 11 on the back, on the license plate. <laughs> why 11? Well, you have to tell me why he said 11. Oh, because uh, Mark Lano got Improv 1. <laughs> Pam Felix even got Improv 2. There's 11 other people <laughs> yeah. that got in front of Bud. Yeah. Sure. Robert Hartman got a uh, improv three. Flip Schultz has improv nine. In, uh, improv nine through seven. I mean seven through nine, nine through eleven. Um, okay, so go ahead. So this guy, older guy, walks up, and I swear to you, we overhear, and we are. We're looking in his car. We don't know anybody's around. We're like, why uh-huh. would anybody get it? And then, he, and, and then I hear his wife say to him, or his daughter, his daughter probably. She goes, "They're not talking about you. Relax." But you were. We were. And I wanted to go back over and go. I hate to be a jerk, but this guy's his sanity. Okay, is on we got the line. we got a. It's funny like, that we're in D.C. right now because we have a story that's just like that about D.C. Didn't we ever talk about this on the podcast? I don't know if we ever talked about it on the show, but it's very apropos it's so, here. It's so apropos. Well, one time me and Daniel were in D.C. We were we were at this club. We were playing this club we were like three at, years ago, four three years ago. You got a great memory. We were staying at the and Mayflower. we were staying at the Mayflower, and Todd and I were at the bar having some drinks or and, dinner or whatever. The, there was an older guy with like bozo side hair. Yeah, yeah. He had he was bald in the middle, mm-hmm. and he had and he had a lot of thick hair in, in, on the sides. And Todd and I. So no, didn't you come over to me and and sort of with your hand gesture the way his hair yeah, like, was? Yeah, like 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 I, I think I gestured like how he styles his hair, which was just in the middle on the side. So he took both of his hands near his ears and acted like he was like fluffing out his hair that on he the had side. There. So I and got Todd paranoid. goes, Todd goes, cut it out. He's going to know we're talking about him. And I would go, how the fuck would he think we're talking about him? This guy's sitting over there at the bar uh, on the table. We're at the bar just simply, all I'm doing is this with my hair. Away. Yeah, well, all I'm doing is this with my hair, with my hands, which is like fluffing up the sides. How the fuck is this guy going to think, oh, you see those two guys over there? Yeah. They're talking about my hair. And then Honey. what if he said that, weren't we like he's with his wife and he goes, they're yeah. making fun of my hair. And she goes, you're out of your goddamn mind, And then Henry. he comes over, hey, do you guys, are you guys making fun of my hair? Well, actually. Go, well, that's the point where we can defend our own, you know, be, be, and, feel and bad. Like, defend and then his sanity. Or we can defend his sanity. So his wife, before they walk over, we pictured her going, you're out of your fucking mind. You know, we you're should so march self, right over so there. You're so goddamn self-centered. You think everyone's I'm talking about you. You're so fucking insecure. They're making fun of my hair over there. 
And then you're no, they're it. not. I'm telling oh, you, no, they no. are. Get over yourself, no, Jeffrey. Oh, God you think everyone's it. talking they, about your goddamn hair? They had their hands and they were acting like it was. Oh, just, they, 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 maybe they were talking not, about something pulling out of their ears. I'm tired of you thinking I'm crazy. I'd like to walk over there right now and ask them. All right, go ahead. Go right. I'm crazy. I'm crazy, aren't I, honey? Go ahead. Yes, you are fucking crazy, and 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 I'm I'm this close to divorcing you. Go ahead and talk to them. Okay. He walks over to us. And this is the way it should go. Yeah. In all fairness, this is the way it would have gone. It should have gone. Excuse me. Yes. Were you guys? What is your name? Daniel. This is Todd. Hi. Were you guys? And if you were, I don't I don't care. Yeah. When you were going like that with your hands. Were you making fun of my hair? Oh God, sir, I'm, I'm so sorry, but we were. You fucking half-baked bitch! <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so go, going back. We're going back to what? What were we talking about right before we started this? Oh, I don't know. Um, I forget. <laughs> Where are we at? We're good, we're good. We're good. Oh my God, I haven't even gotten started. No, we're almost. We gotta go in for the descent. Oh, I'm the so descent. I like how Todd, and I think you and I have talked about this on the podcast. Where Todd, it takes me a while. Todd, you know, when usually a comedian asks for a light, they ask for a three to five minute light. I ask for a 30 minute light. Todd asks for a 30 minute light. It's like a locomotive starting to shut down its engines. Okay, let's shut down one through three and then start slowing down. Can I play this for you? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, where is it? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Joe made this for me, and I wasn't going to play it to next week, but he, a long time ago, I asked for it, like, you know, when we're going into the close. Mm-hmm. He's got to clean it up a little so we can understand it, but I love it. Did you hear it? Yeah, we're going in for the close. Yeah, hold on. Okay, let me see if I have any notes. By the way, you yeah. got something over there as we go in for the close? I can't wait to go out to dinner tonight. Okay, do first you think of we all, should tweet? Do you want to do something and we'll tell the story next week? When we're done this podcast, uh-huh. do you want to tweet? Who is there anybody out there working at a restaurant that would like us to come? We could come out there tonight. If you have food and pot, we'll be there. Well, this is going to drop Friday. No, no, we'll tweet it when we hang up and uh-huh. then we'll talk about it next week on the podcast. Sure, we'll tweet something. Okay. Hey, you want uh, to a couple about? of things. Uh, the original Django. Uh, there's the Django Unchained, Quentin Tarantino wrote mm-hmm. and directed a very, very great movie. Great movie. Uh, there's the original Django, which is starting Franco Nero, and I think that was shot in the 60s, mm-hmm. which was, you're going to love this. You're going to love me for bringing this up. Because people are like very against Django. It's so violent. It's too violent. And it says the N-word many times. And the original Django with Franco Nero is ten times as violent. And this was from the 60s. Twice as many people die. Twice as much shit happens. It's literally twice as violent. And that's the original Django. Well, I don't know. Uh, the only thing that I realized... Storage Wars, it... I realized it's bullshit, finally. <laughs> oh. By the way. 
<laughs> yeah, I just now realized it's bullshit. Yeah, they plant stuff know? in there. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they, they they bless because it's because I, I, I used I I would I would always be so fascinated by the fact they would be like, oh my god, I found a bunch of old clothes, a bike, and a samurai sword that's three hundred years old. <laughs> How did that get there? <laughs> and I would always go, oh, good for you. Hey, I found uh, I found a bunch of old CDs. Uh, a gun and a uh, the first printing of the Bible. How did they get in there? Wait a second. We got a box of old dirty toilet paper from from somebody's house in Telluride. We got over here a, bo- a box of underwear and the rudder from Titanic. <laughs> um. Rudder from Titanic. Todd Glass. That's a great pull. Can I see that towel? What did you just want to talk about? You had me... Oh, about... About the rudder. The rudder from Titanic. About Jenkins. It's in this locker. Oh, yeah. He's got the rudder. And the steering wheel. The wooden steering wheel. Don't bang on the desk. Um, (laughs) The rudder from Titanic. You just mentioned something. Uh, Hold on. What did you just mention? Look. Too violent. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Forever. You never have to worry if I say anything on the show and you want to shed some light on it, and I will always willing to learn. You never have to be aggressive when you send me an email, which a lot of people aren't, by the way. A lot of people... But when I heard that they used the N-word unnecessarily, I, I, finally, I did see that movie. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't think they did. Now, I'm willing to educate myself if someone goes, well, here's why. Because I get it. There's a proper way you could use the word to show it for the, the, the hatred that it packs. And there's also probably a sloppy way that somebody would say, no. I thought, I thought it depicted what it was like then. Yeah, so, so, you know, I was surprised yeah. that a lot of people thought that they used it unnecessarily. I, I didn't I feel was they too. did. I, I didn't I, feel I didn't they feel did they didn't either. I saw that movie. Are you proud of me? I called Doug Benson the minute I watched I texted him. I'm like, Doug, you're going to be so proud of me. I saw Django. Is that right? Uh-huh. And what's the movie about the guy that was in the institution, and then he came out of it, and he meets a girl? Silver Linings Playbook. Silver Lining. And you liked it? I did. I was a little sleepy, and I fell asleep like seven times, but it had nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm being... I'm being totally serious. <laughs> I fell asleep seven times. No, I was really tired. But it had nothing to do with I the was movie. Fighting. I watched it at 4 o'clock in the morning. I was fighting it. Because on Vicodin and Ambien. You, so it really has nothing to do with the movie. Right, it's funny and everything what you're doing, but <laughs> what I'm saying is my friend Dana wanted to watch it. I was a little tired already, but it was uh, it was enjoyable and I want to rewatch it. I remember just yeah. thinking, oh, I wish I wasn't so tired. It didn't have anything to do with the movie. But I noticed it had a happy ending. Yeah. Maybe they feel people need movies with happy endings right now because there's well, a lot of... Well, movies are. It's, well, they're not always happy not endings. Not always, but, you know, that's ideally what you want in a movie. Some people are prejudiced. I have an uncle. He used to watch... He watched Roots Backwards just so it would have a happy ending. <laughs> Roots, I, I That's an old joke, by I the way. I don't know. I heard, oh, hold on. I can't believe I just told... I heard Jackie Martling tell that joke. <laughs> I don't know who said this. I'm not taking credit I for this. I hate that joke. But... Someone once told me that, <laughs> I don't know who said this, but I've read it on Twitter. I don't, I don't want to take credit for this line, but um, someone said that Downton Abbey is like the white roots. 
which to me was the funniest thing I don't even ever. know what that means. Downton Abbey is the show on PBS about an aristocratic British family. Mm-hmm. And they said that's like the white roots, which to me no, was the funniest I, thing I, fucking I, ever. I feel bad. I can't. Because don't, you don't watch Downton Abbey. I don't Abbey. know. Downton Abbey. If you watch Downton what Abbey, tweet, tweet at me. I'm so into that fucking show. You know, by the way, you've been watching the Django? Is that it? <laughs> yeah. It... it I know it was. It was. Well, I'm sure if they if it made me have this emotion, it was supposed to. But still, reminds you of how important it is to just the vileness of of that time, and that we still make those. We're, we're not, you know, it's ugh, that we still we're not learning. I thought Jenga was a little too long. Could have been a little, could have been a little shorter. I, I was but, watching hey, it at home. I unless, was, unless Quentin Tarantino listens to the show, yeah. then I thought it was fucking perfect. I hope perfect. he does, and I hope he puts me in the movie, because whatever movie he's doing about something. You should be in the the, the Super Troopers 2, if that ever happens. I belong uh, in that movie. Hey, Would hey, Todd, Todd, stop. I think it's funny what you came up with doing the credits thing. You should be in the fucking movie, though. Do you you're think too, you're too funny not to be in the movie? Can I tell you something about Super Troopers? You could be like the the the, the enemy that's like you know the guy on the uh, other. But team. I don't I don't want to act. Well, it's I'm kind of good. like if the whole thing about being in the movies. I know if it's my <laughs> acting, if it's my show, I can required. do it. But once I yeah. get the blocking and everything, it fucks me up. So I don't know if I I'm could. That, I don't yeah. want to be nervous during the credits. It's easy. But doesn't it make you feel at ease when? It's a job that you don't have to audition for. Your friends are yes. writing and directing it. And they go, well, yeah, just come in and be you. They're not my friends. I mean, they're my new friends. But you know what I mean. How much did... You know what makes me feel good about having the... And I feel horrible about this right now. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Kevin. Yeah. And Kevin Heffernan. And... Oh. Okay, hold on. Mark that for Eric. Um, having, uh, you know, I'm spacing on their names right now, but it's okay. But I loved having those guys on the show because, uh, uh, what I affectionately say, super troopers guys, Mm -hmm. because I loved getting, that we got along, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and because I love that. More than that, like you, you really got along in terms of comedy, like more, more than just getting along, like you guys got the same jokes, and we laughed at the Hold same on. shit. Make, and make, we did make a cleaner edit. You, let's look up their names, and we'll make a clean edit. Uh, I mean, my phone's completely off right now. Just say oh, "super super guys." Okay. Oh no, we can't. Kevin and Steve. Yeah. Steve Heffernan and Kevin, right? No, Kevin Heffernan and Steve. Just say Kevin and Steve. You sure? Just say Super Trooper, guys. No. Why not? I'd rather cut off. I would this. really like to leave all this in. Because it has please, nothing to... Please, please leave all, all this in. Do you know it has nothing to do with, with the them. way I feel about no, them? No, I know. I like know. I adore them. I know you adore do. Adore is a strong word? Yes. No, it's not a strong word. It's, I just it's draw the exact space. right word. You just draw... I'm drawing You just a drew blank. a blank, and it's funny. I think okay. this part of it is funny. Okay, okay. So... Oh, it's Kevin sound- and Steve. We had them on the show. They, 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 they were great. I love what they do so much, and uh, that we got along so well. Like mm-hmm. I, the minute they sat down, and they 
first thing out of their mouths. I was like, oh, I love these guys. So it made me feel good that we that not I love their work for a reason and that we got along, you know, mm-hmm. and that they were kind. They seemed like decent, like they they were kind, like sweet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yes. they were easy to get along with and easy to talk to, and I was very happy about that. Anyway, all right, fuck all that. Okay, all right. So we're gonna right, go in for the so, close right now. Let me make sure I don't miss any notes. You got anything over here? That was a fun. Hey, by the way, plug. next week we'll next we're gonna be at DC doing the show, so the next show you hear will be live from the DC Improv. I am so ancestry dot com. It's kind of a ripoff, right? Like every time I see a commercial for ancestry dot com, it's always like, "Hey, I went on ancestry dot com and I found out that my great great grandfather was from St. Louis." Great. You didn't know that. <laughs> Well, what if it's worse? What you didn't it? know that. Like that's you spend twenty bucks to find that out. <laughs> hey, I went on ans. What's it called? Ancestry. Ancestry. Yeah. I went on ancestry. dot com and I found out my dad is at work. <laughs> hey, I went on ancestry. dot com and I found out we were Jewish. I feel kind of ripped off. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Hold on. God damn it. Oh, we're going to... Hey, I went on Ancestry.com, and I found out that I like bagels. <laughs> hey, guess what? I went on Ancestry.com, and I found out I have siblings. <laughs> hey. I went on Ancestry. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Well, we're going for the close. Okay. I'm, I'm, I never said this on the podcast ever. Uh-huh. I'm a little toasty. You are? Yes. I'm two bottles of wine into this thing. I'm, in, I'm excited. Let's keep going. People. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to go out to dinner tonight. Do you know how I'm much excited? I'm yes. Yeah. Gonna, where are we going to go? I don't know. That's the fun we're, part. Let's tweet. We're in yeah. DC. We want a place to eat. And then when we get on the podcast next week, well, and when we go to the when we do our show next week at the Improv, well, the live what's one. today? Today, like really, what is today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. This show drops Friday. Yeah. And then we'll do the. And then next week will be our show live from the Improv. Hey, couple I of things, by the way. By the way, if you are listening. Well, you are listening. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm talking to you. Uh, if you live in D.C. and you are in any way connected to the White House, please oh. tweet at me at Daniel Kino, K-I-N-N-O dot com. Or, I or, will, or Todd Glass. Or the, yeah. But really, Daniel Kino. Yeah. More, more so. Todd's not going to leave this fucking oh, hotel that, room Daniel, to, go, to go hang out with you and your fucking White House friends. I he, love you. He could give a fuck. You think there's, there's got to be someone out there that could get us... A tour. You can give a fuck. You're not going to go. Shut the fuck up. Yes, you would I go. Will. Years ago, I had a tour at the White House. And you I did? forgot, during today on on, on, on Elliot, uh-huh. I forgot what who was the president when I went. Really? <laughs> yes. But they, but no. If we'll you work for the White House, Secret Service, the press secretary, uh, anything, if you could tweet at me, Daniel Kino, K I N N O, at Daniel Kino, uh, let me know that you have access. And and you have the ability to, to take us in, we would be I, more I, than happy to go. Well, of do not tweet we, at Todd Glass. That will be a waste of a tweet. He's not going to respond. Oh, first of all, I do. 
I okay. respond. Oh, I don't. You know what it is? I don't respond to tweets. Uh, just because it's, I don't know why, but emails, if you email me, I respond to yeah. every email. We want to go. We wanna... Every email I respond to. Do you know that? Yeah. And by the way, when this week, when a few emails that I responded to, you know, what? again, they remind you social media is a good thing. Yeah. All you need is the restraint to not have it be negative. And that means that. Someone filters through your emails and takes out the few ones that might be bad, or you see it and you afford it. And by the way, like I said, 99% of them are usually kind. Mm-hmm. But the one that this week was a very special week for a few emails, and I read them, and I'm like, you know, they're, they're just very, you know, it's, I think it's a good thing sometimes okay. to remind yourself that people are good. Um, uh, so yeah, the White let's, House. Let's wrap it up. Shut the fuck up! How dare you? We have one of those moments. It's eight thirty. Okay. All right. So, is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, come to the show. If you work at the White House, please tweet at yes, me. Yes, please. I, I want to meet Obama really bad. And uh, uh, I would. I would. That would fucking yeah. I didn't even think of meeting. There's no way we're going to meet Obama. But if don't we say could, that. You don't know that. Well, if we could, I let me tell you something. That would be the. Probably that would be very exciting for me. It would be very exciting. You think you would cry? I don't know if I would cry, but Daniel. But you know, I didn't want to. My girlfriend. I gave my girlfriend an out. Like if she wants, if she could ever cheat on me, it would be with Obama. Is that who it's with? Uh huh. Yeah. But I also got Michelle Obama. So (laughs) if I could please get into the White House, get some pussy. Can you imagine if you, she would be like, motherfucker, I never thought you were going to get any Michelle Obama pussy. Oh, now we're definitely not getting into the White House. Come on. No, no, we're not. Should we edit that out? No, leave it there. It's fine. Um, Yes. Okay. We're at the improv in D.C. all weekend. They know that. Oh, they know that. They've listened. Okay, say goodbye. Shh. Shh. Shut the fuck up. We're going to do something special. And I'm thinking about it. It's taking me a little time, but I want you to... uh, I want you to... uh, I want to end nice. Um... Did you have a nice Christmas? I had a great Christmas. Sorry. That's okay. What is that? I'm, I was trying to find a good song to play. As we left. By the way, a lot of people are asking Grandma Dirt's version of Try a Little Kindness. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I bet they do. Something. That was uh That was a very... That, was a, that song that Grandma Dirt did, Try a Little Kindness, it's in part two of the Christmas show, the last three minutes. Um... I thought she did a really nice job with that. It really, it really uh, resonated with me. By the way, I tweeted a picture of a, a little, a little, uh, little boy meeting Mister Rogers, mm-hmm. and some. I retweeted someone else's tweet that I think Andy Richter tweeted. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's Andy Richter, but I think he might have tweeted it. And the little boy has his hands on both sides of Mister Rogers' face, mm-hmm. just holding it and cupping his face and looking at him. Like maybe he had seen him on TV all those years and now got to see him and was cupping Mr. Rogers' face. And man, did it make me cry. Did you see that Judd Apatow tweet? about the? He tweeted uh, a picture of a lineup from 1989. Yes. 
Yeah, I saw but he, that. That was his first MC gig. Yeah, and you were on the show. I know, I know, I know. Those that was uh, that was when I first moved out to LA. Uh, there was like a group that moved out there at the same time, and I felt like Judd was in that group, and Adam Sandler, and Rob Snyder, and uh, David Spade, and it seemed like all at the same time, and Dave Rath, and uh, uh, the, uh, the and Judd was somebody that I would always mm-hmm. seem to be bumping into at the improv, and um, all, I always liked him. Yeah. A very supportive, Future very guest. kind, I, and what? Future guest. Well, the last time I spoke to Judd, he said, can we do it in my office? Which I get. Because yeah. when I'm on the road and someone wants me to do their podcast, I go, can you come to my hotel? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? When... Let's do it. Let's do it in his office. It'll be fun. You know what? You might be right. Who yeah. says we can't get silly at his office? Yeah. Let's get silly in his office. You know what? I, I, you're to- I never thought of it that way. I just thought of, well, if we're not in the studio, we can't no, get we silly. We can get silly in his we office. We can tell some good stories. Mm-hmm. Some that I remember. Some that I bet Judd remembers that I don't remember. Yeah. But I liked him. I always say when you start out comedy, hang out with some peop- hang out with people that are supportive. Mm-hmm. Don't hang out with the people that are negative. And I felt like Judd was nurturing and supportive and kind and uh, you know he yeah. was he was a good guy. He was a good guy. We, all, we uh, so anyway. All right. So we all go right. in for the close. Hold on. What are we gonna play here? Um. All right, what, do you, what song do you want to go to as we close tonight? And make do, it a good one. Do you want one. me to play one? Well, we'll do it in post. Oh. Oh, then I don't know. No, we've done that one before. Something nice. I wanted to really, you know. You got anything? Mm. How about we'll, we'll pick something in post? Okay. All right, everybody. Well, um... Go call somebody. You know what's fun to do sometimes? Call a friend you haven't talked to in a while. Like from another city. It's always fun to do. <laughs> so right about now, Katie's... Flipping out. No! Looking for a, looking for a song to play. Um, come see our show this no, weekend. Stop! Oh, it's a, that's it's done. enough already. Like, right. like they're going to perk up. Show. Oh. Daniel? Hit the pause button. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Now leaving Nerdist.com.